Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Arrow on Target. Hey everybody, welcome to Arrow on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. We're going to uh, do things a little differently from last year as well. We're going to do this, the same thing as we did for a Flash on Target. What we're going to do is we're going to uh, talk about a few of our favorite things, how the season premiere uh, um, compared to, uh, or sorry, how this season looks like it's going to compare to last season, and how the season premiere stands up. Um, do things a little more um, segmented in segments uh, this this year, and uh, more rather than the free flowing, freewheeling, and dealing ways of last year. Yeah. Um, so starting off with like what we loved uh, or what I loved about this episode. So I, I, whenever I watched this episode, I watched it live, and man, it, it the writing on on the arrow is really good. Um, a lot of times, and at the end of last season, this I, time, yeah, this time. So the end of last season, and then through some of uh, some of the end of season one, I remember it just being a little bit weird and a little bit you know um, lackluster, where characters were uh, acting irrationally and that sort of thing. But this this episode really felt like we were. Back Back to kind of the the form of uh, true form of Arrow, um, where we have uh, a really really compelling villain um, this this year, um, and he's he's basically trying to take over Starling City. Um, and something that I that I loved about it was his character um, and and the kind of monologuing and the the threat that he brings to Starling City, ending up killing most of the uh, the city leaders, and they're, they're mentioning the fact that uh, that. Nobody wants to step up and be the mayor because the last like two or three mayors have been murdered. Right, and uh, I wouldn't be the mayor. I wouldn't be the mayor either. And they were talking about people. You know, no one, no one moves to, no one new comes to Star Starling City anymore. Um, despite all of the rebranding that they've done, despite all of the, uh, the, uh, you know, all the changes they've made and the updates. And they were even talking about how uh, Central City was giving them basically handouts by bringing their uh, train to uh, Starling City, um, which this episode got ruined by the uh, by the the massive train crash that uh, the bomb set off. Um, anyway, so like the threat of the villain was a really fun element. What to is this. his name? Um, so let me see. I have to pull it up. But uh, but it's it's a uh, it's oh, let me see. It's Neil Neil. Mag- how do, you, how do you say his name? Neil McD- McDono, um, or whatever it is. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> Mc, Neil McDonough? Yeah, Neil McDonough. And so like, he's been on lots of stuff, like movies, yeah. and you know, he's, he what is, is a threatening name, dude. Um, so his character name is, let me pull it up, Damian Dark. So at the end of last season, we had this big tease about... Al, Al Ghul being um, scared of Damien Dark. Damien Dark was trying to take him out. Damien Dark was in town, and then oh, Al Ghul was, was trying partner. to kill him. Right. He was his previous partner. Right, and he was trying to kill him. Um, he was trying to uh, tap into these mystical powers that, uh, <clears throat> that Al Ghul has. So, uh, anyway, so Damien Dark is leading this big team of people and is moving on the city and is, is effectively taking it over now um, and it was awesome to see um, Oliver is is falling into the suburban lifestyle very well suburban yeah he's suburban like, yeah sorry suburban <laughs> lifestyle really well um, and him and uh, him and Felicity Felicity is not as well adjusted to this lifestyle as he is he is like all about it man yeah. and uh, and I, I liked seeing that that dynamic was really fun um, 
the big reveal of Diggle's outfit was really good as well, mm. and, and to watch the team kind of work. Did we together. see Thea's outfit? Uh, we did. In fact, like the first, the moment that—that's uh, all I care about, John. Th- that they were that they were introduced. Um, Thea was riding on the back of the motorcycle with Laurel, with uh, the Black mm. Canary. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was right on the back. She's like, this is so much fun. And Laurel's like, we need to work on your definition of fun. <laughs> and uh, so Laurel just really uh, has fallen into that role of like kind of the uh, the stern kind of, you know, we need to get this done. This yeah. is dangerous. Take yeah. it seriously. And Thea has fallen into the, this is really fun. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm having a great time. Yeah. Um, and it, even to the point where she was like beating up on some dude and had to be uh, pulled off or called off by Oliver later on. So Thea's got some stuff to deal with, it seems like, from from that side of things yeah. uh, this season. So I'm, I'm really loving the, the, the team dynamic. Um, so, I mean, those are the things I kind of liked about the episode was right. that was the, the new villain is excellent yeah. and feels very cinematic, feels very Batman esque. Um, and then the team working together and Oliver, you know, him being back and people are kind of falling back into their kind of season one roles, uh, aside from the new, new characters. Is there anything specific that you, you didn't like about this? No, not really. There wasn't a, a moment where I was like, nah, I don't really care for that. Um, I mean, everything everything worked out really well in the episode. I, I enjoyed the pacing. Um, I did think that, like... It was really front loaded with like action and things. Mm-hmm. Um, later on in the episode, we di- we didn't have as much action, um, but the pacing was really good. The flashbacks—that was one thing that I want to say that there was still flashbacks. Like we, I was like, where were we flashbacking to? We were flashbacking to uh, five years earlier, and so Oliver is still like running around the world training to be the arrow. So this is like right before he becomes the arrow, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he gets uh, kidnapped by Amanda Waller again, and and is you know. So it's like that was the only thing that I was like. Eh. It's kind of I'm formulaic. over flashbacks, dude. And then, then they threw a uh, threw a curveball at the end of the episode, and this was like this was the like the ending that I didn't expect. So everything kind of tapered out action wise, and it was like, okay, we'll see what Damien Dark does next. Blah blah blah. We kind of foiled his plans, but we, he also kind of screwed us. And he's a really ominous, mystical. He's got some sort of powers where he sucks the life out of people, and and uh, is really strong. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but. We foiled his plans. He kind of foiled ours. But then we flash forward. John, I said we were going to do this. Yes, you did. did. You called it. <laughs> uh, you were right. Um, we flash forward six months. Mm-hmm. Um, and Oliver is standing in front of a gravestone. Mm. And uh, Barry Allen, the Flash, is standing mm. next to him. And they're talking. And um, uh, Oliver says there was a time whenever I would have you know, thought this was my fault and blamed myself. I'm, and he basically says, I'm not, I don't do th- I'm not doing that right now. You know, he's like, I, all I want is revenge. I'm going to kill Damien dark. And so like, this is going to a really dark place yeah. in six months. And you know, it's very ominous. We didn't see whose uh gravestone it was. Could wow. be any of the team. Wow. Um, could be someone we haven't met yet. Wow. Um, but it could literally be anybody besides, uh, Oliver and, uh, the flash. So, I mean, it, I don't know. I don't know where we're going, man. I don't know, That's but I'm, I'm excited. I liked the uh, flash forward. I really hope we stick in that realm of things more so than the flashbacks because the flashback is not that compelling right now. Right. I mean, it did inform a little bit of the the episode this time, but it's not directly related. It feels very much like the flashback did last season, and I think they know that, and that's why they're teasing forward. So. Right. Um, this reminded me that flash forward reminded me very much of you remember uh, Revenge, the first episode of Revenge season one. Yeah, um, one of the best, like one of the the best seasons of television uh, that I can remember, like mm-hmm. first seasons of of television for that genre. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it flashed forward and somebody died or like there was a murder or right. whatever. And so you're all, you're anticipating this thing and you're like, oh, how's it going to set up all season? So this, it seems like they're probably going to deal with this at the mid season. Um, and then the, uh, back half of the season will be the run down to whatever happens, um, with him and Damien. I mean, Dark. I've heard that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So we do yeah. the setup, setup, setup and Damien Dark, we're at our yeah. darkest hour at if it the mid season. Mid season. That'll be right before Legends of Tomorrow starts as well. Ah, so does Damien Dark play into Legends of Tomorrow at all? Do or you know? does the whoever dies play into Legends Ooh, of Tomorrow? Interesting. I mean, and at some point we're gonna have to bring back uh, the, the Sarah, yeah, Sarah, and uh, as the White Canary. So I mean, there's a lot of lot of ground to cover between now and then. Um, I don't know if we keep seeing flash forwards. I kind of hope we do, and yeah. we keep. You know, I hope that we have like this running list of who's not in the grave yeah. and you, you know, you get it down, you mark it down into two different characters where it's yeah. like either Felicity or it's Thea or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, and then on that last episode, you find out who right. it is. So, I mean, uh, or Diggle or so whoever, like, I hope we get it down. Like we whittle this down to like, okay, it could either be this character or this character. Right. And then on the last episode of the season or the mid season, um, you would find out. So I really right. hope that that's the direction we go. As far as how this has changed, we already kind of talked about some of those things with the flash forward and the fact that um, there's a new bad guy. Uh, then the team is made up a little differently in terms yeah. of Diggle having a suit and being more involved. Thea now being involved. Um, is uh, is Laurel still the Black Canary? She's still running around being the Black Canary? She is, and, and uh, it seems like she is... Not like Diggle has been the team leader, so Diggle is the is the, has fallen into the leading role um, of the team, and it seems like it's very much a different kind of team um, where Diggle is uh, more of the hey let's make make decisions, and then he goes home to his family or whatever, and then Thea goes out and hits the streets and stuff. You know, how's and Detective Lance? Detective Lance is there's an interesting uh, twist. So with Damian Dark this episode, he threatened the entire city hall, and so getting into a quote that I really enjoyed, uh, he said uh, he said you people all seem very unlikable but in the event that there is anyone in your lives who actually loves you you might want to say goodbye and then he proceeded to kill everyone who was in that room other than detective lance uh over the next few days Dang. um by poison by by assassin by whoever and uh but detective lance um while he was attacked laurel saved him mm. um and so in that whole process um you know, you're like, oh my gosh, Detective Lance dodged a bullet there or whatever. But then at the end of the episode, it's revealed that Detective Lance has actually made some sort of a deal with Det- uh, with Damian Dark and is is his uh, oh no his crony in some ways. Like, oh no, the detective det- uh, that Damian Dark has is basically coerced him into helping him somehow, and he's like, you don't even have a choice. That's not you know, good. You're gonna tell me all about the arrow, and we're gonna you know, who he loves, where he lives, blah blah blah, and we're gonna take him down, and then you know. He's like, but you don't have a choice in the matter. So, I don't know, man. Detective Lance, uh, while he, some of last season was was kind of dealing with some stuff with uh, with against Oliver. Seems like very much that uh, he understood what Oliver was doing and stuff at the end. And but this, it's who almost knows? like he's taking on a villain role now. It is. I mean, at the very least, he's being manipulated into that role, yeah. and so we'll see how that that shakes things up because nobody knows right now. Nobody knows yeah. that Detective Lance has is not working for them, isn't it? Not on their side. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. It's it, it, that's. I thought that was a really interesting twist. It's an interesting twist that we were flashing forward. Yeah. And then someone dies. I don't know, man. It's it's very strange. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the season premiere, I liked this one. I, it was way better. Um than where we were in like mid season or even in the end of last season. Uh, it was better than the season finale. I thought, um, 
as far as like last season opener, we had this massive shocker last season of, uh, of Sarah dying. And you know, while that was effective, it set a very dark tone for the rest of the season. I think this sets up a very good tone for the rest of the season. It does look forward and it has like some darkness to it with the, the death obviously, but I think it really, it really was a good one. If I were to give this like hoods, like how many hoods, for a season opener of the Arrow, I would give this five hoods. I mean, it's it was I couldn't. I where would you give this in terms? I of I wouldn't this? change okay, so a thing. The, so the rating is the rating is how where would you give this? Because remember, for a Flash, right? I related it to all those other season premieres. Mm-hmm. I just want to know in terms of a season premiere for a television show. I mean, it was really good. What would you rate this? It was really good. We brought in all the characters that we know and love. We shook things up enough to where it's like, oh, this is going to be different. Um, but we also kept things, you know, some the same of what we loved. So I really would put this probably in terms of like other season premieres. I mean, it was good. It was it was solid. So probably four hoods, you know, for uh for a season premiere. Okay. So like an 8 out of 10 if you will. All uh, right. If you were going to give it that, you know. Right. So if you're looking at like perfect season premieres, um which I'm not entirely sure exist, but if, that's what I'm saying like you gave it a 5 out of 5. I don't know if like it'd have to be a perfect season premiere. I mean So as an episode the best of, ever. As an episode of Arrow, I would give it a 5 out of 5. I know, I don't like know. that qualification though. Okay. I don't <laughs> For and if we're just rating a season premiere in terms of if we're telling other people whether or not they should watch this show, oh, they should absolutely watch it. Okay, um, it's it's an eight for sure. It was far better than the uh, than the the Flash uh, yeah. premiere. Yeah, far better than the Flash one. Um, again, I I really liked everything about it. Uh, there wasn't a single moment where I was like, eh, that's weird. Other than the flashback, where I was like, more of this, but that didn't take very long. So in terms of like comparing this to the first season of Arrow, like yeah. the the very first episode yeah, of Arrow, which was a great season premiere, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, there's maybe like on a scale of ten. There's maybe like a half a point difference. Between okay, them. awesome. And so this is really good. Yeah, so this is really good. And, and the only reason uh, that it would get that like half a point doc would be the flashback. Nice. I mean, that's the yeah, only yeah. thing that I was like, uh, this again. But yeah, everything else was spot on. Is that it? That's it, man. Sweet. That's it. All right. Well, those. That's our uh, our review of um, Arrow on Target. This is the third outro we've recorded for these, John. <laughs> it is mainly for super fan Chris Dennison who listened to all three, and we were I like, well, it. we can't just cop out I love and it, use dude. use a different different. See, I love Chris Dennison's raising of the bar. Like he's raising he's, our he's bar, forcing us to raise the bar. Yes, you can subscribe to any of our podcasts on Stitcher or iTunes. Always online at samedarkerpodcast.com. I'm pretty sure I've said that about <laughs> ten times. We've recorded the same one like four times already. Yep. Oh, All man. right. So that's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Arrow on Target. Arrow on Target.